All right, here we go for the news for the 10th of November, 2020. Things are a little crazy right now. By the way, we've got a new microphone, so let me know what you think. 414-666-1926. Or email me at kingfishcafe at gmail.com. Anyway, it's been a crazy week. we got a new president. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a change. Um, will, uh, will that mean things will get better? I don't know. Will it mean they'll get more serious about the COVID stuff? Uh, maybe. Either way, uh, you know, we are a work in progress here in the States. We do make mistakes and we do move forward and hopefully we learn from our mistakes. And hopefully we learn from the things we did good because I'm sure in the last four years there was some things that we did good and some things we didn't do good. Offhand, I don't know what any of them are, but... Yeah, it's more personal. Things have become too personal, too emotional. But that being said, I'm looking forward to a change. And well, will things get better? I don't know. I just wish uh, President Biden, I'm going to say the same thing that I said when Trump got elected, uh, President Trump got elected. Hey, I, I uh, wish President Biden the best. Uh, President Biden. I wish President Biden the best. And uh, I hope he does good. And I hope he has a good presidency. And whoever comes after him, I hope they do good because if they don't do good, obviously I'm not going to do good. So that's just the way it is. So anyway, next week, that crazy peak Christmas rush starts. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to try to do the news on Tuesdays if I can, but we'll just have to see. I may have to record from over the road because I'll be on the road a lot more. So things may not be as clean and clear as I'm, as I'm used to. It might get a little choppy, but we'll do our best. All right, that being said, let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here's something I've seen quite often, and it's one of the scariest things you'll see going down the road. Somebody hauling a ladder tied to the top of their car, a Christmas tree, or the number one thing that you know you should... If you see somebody going around you and they have this on the top of their car, especially if they have their arm out the window and they're trying to hold this thing down, which is the worst thing they could possibly do, get away from them. Slow down if you have to. Just get away from these people. Because when they're hauling a mattress, oh, mattresses will sail, and they will cause problems. Trust me. Mostly it's visibility, but they will cause problems. I've seen it happen too many times. So anyway, on November 2nd, around 8.30 p.m. on the M4 motorway near Church Street off-ramp in Parramatta, I may not be saying that right, near Sydney, Australia, uh, according to the Gold Coast Bulletin, a 63-year-old unnamed truck driver was traveling along the M4 motorway when a mattress carried by a dark-colored SUV suddenly came loose and flew off the vehicle, probably tied down with, you know, a twine. You know, it's, it's always that way. Anyway, the flying mattress caused the truck driver to swerve, which overturned the rig, spilling his load of fruit 
and vegetables all over the roadway. The accident trapped the truck driver inside his overturned rig, and he had to be uh, freed by first responders. The truck driver suffered minor injuries and was transported to a nearby hospital for treatment. Officials say that the SUV driver fled the scene before first responders could uh, arrive. The guy might not even have known the damn mattress flew off and he got to his apartment and he's probably moving or something and he's sitting there going, hey, where's my mattress? Actually, here, let me tell you this, straight up. If something like a mattress comes flying at you, it's, you know, or a box spring, box spring could do a little bit more damage. Usually they just crush when they hit you. Um, they could go through the windshield, but your best bet is don't swerve, just like hitting a deer. Don't swerve, just take it, just hit it head on. Most of the time, you'll lose your visibility, just hit your brakes, slow down gradually, and look out the side window, windows and try to, you know, keep yourself in the lane that way. But don't overreact. You know, don't swerve, don't do anything drastic, don't do anything overly aggressive, because you're going to cause more damage than if you just hit the damn thing. You know, it's a mattress. You know, it's going to, probably the worst it's going to do is mess up your visibility. Now, stranger things could happen, but if it was me, that's what I would have done. Just hit the damn thing and then pull it off your front of your truck afterwards. All right, you're going to do a lot less damage because rolling the truck was not a good option. All right, let's get moving on. All right, if you're in the U.S. and uh, you're a veteran, I'm a veteran. I was at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, airborne. Ooh, I was a radio operator. Anyway, um, if you're a veteran, at the major truck stops are offering free meals. Uh, apparently, Travel Centers of America says that military members and veterans will eat free at truck stop locations across the country on Veterans Day. And then on Wednesday, November 11th, 2020, all active duty military veterans and reservists will be eligible for a free meal at participating Travel Centers of America locations, including quick service restaurants at Country Pride and Iron Skillet locations. And the Iron Skillets are usually at the Petros. Uh, to receive the free meal, one must show proof of service, which sh uh, could include a U.S. Uh, uniform Service ID card. You know, the little green cards when you get out. Yeah, they actually were green. Maybe they're not green now. It's been a long time since I got out. Current leave and earnings statement. That's if you're still in the service. Veterans Organization Membership Card. You know, like the uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars or something like that. Photograph in uniform. DD-214. Oh, I love my DD-214. That's the thing that says you are out of the service. Or a citation or commendation. Hmm. I got you pictures in my uniform. In addition to the free meal for those who have served, Country Pride and Iron Skillet restaurants will be featuring fallen soldier tables on Veterans Day. The company says that the single place settings at an empty table is a way to remember those who gave their lives in military service. You know, that's a pretty cool tribute. And especially with COVID, they got to close a lot of the tables off anyway. So it's kind of a way to make people you know, kind of stop for a second and say, hey, you know, we lost a few guys here and there, so it's something to think about. So anyway, uh, if you're out on Veterans Day and you're at the major truck stops and you're a veteran, uh, they may give you a free meal. Just show them those things. All right, that's, uh, let's get moving on. What else do we got here? All right, here we go. Oh, I can hear the wind outside. I live right on Lake Michigan, so I hear a lot of wind. So anyway, up in New South Wales, Australia, it seems like we're getting a lot of Australian poses this week. Oh, God, I love this new microphone. Anyway, um, pallets of alcohol were spilled across the highway in Australia because of a careless kangaroo. So basically, like we have deer here in America, they have kangaroos, and apparently this kangaroo ran in front of the truck. And it's kind of funny here because uh, 
It says, while it is often comes down to making a split-second decision, drivers need to be aware that taking evasive action can at times lead to an outcome that is worse than a collision. So basically what they're saying is if you're riding down a road and a kangaroo jumps in front of you, just run into it and run it over because if you swerve, you could do more damage or take somebody else out. So basically you just do what you do if you hit a deer. So I guess they're, I don't know, if do they have deer there? I have no idea. But it looks like kangaroos are just as bad as deer. So keep that in mind. Yeah, swift uh, evasive action could cause a lot of damage. Keep that in mind, especially during the winter, ice and snow. and Yeah, just something to be aware of. What is it with alcohol this week? Anyway, over in Indiana, let's see where is it? Dillsboro, Indiana, near Dearborn County, Indiana. Uh, truck split in half, trailer split in half for whatever reason. It looks like the front end busted up. They don't say why it happened. And they spilled the load of beer. Uh, it doesn't say in the news report what the what caused the accident. It just says that they they load. Uh, boy, I'm losing it today. It says they spilled a load of beer, and it was mostly Michelob with Budweiser and Bud Light mixed in. You know, personally myself, I wouldn't think of that as being a beer spill. I would think of that as more of a toxic waste spill because there isn't one of those that I would drink. And I highly suggest that my chiropractor. If I was to ask him, my chiropractor, Dr. Chris, he would say the same thing. Don't drink Michelob, don't drink Budweiser, and don't drink Bud Light, because life is too short to drink shitty beer. So that's what I, that's what I would imagine my chiropractor would say. Uh, I'm meaning to get him on here, because he's got some, a lot of good stuff to say, but we just, it's just the timing has been rough. So anyway, let's get moving on. All right, this one's a big pet peeve of mine, and it happened right not too far from where I work out of. In fact, it happened. What's uh, see? It happened on the four. Oh, Wednesday. Okay, I went to work on a Tuesday, so it happened the day after I went to work. That's why I didn't see it because I would have saw it. It was at five forty-five a.m. Anyway, uh, semi truck parked on the shoulder for whatever reason. Maybe had a breakdown. Doesn't say why he was on the shoulder. Maybe had an issue, flat tire. Who knows? Probably said it doesn't say if he had his four ways on either. If you ever have to stop like that, always say your four ways. All right, guy coming down the 290, rear ends him, ram, right into the back of his truck, hits him on the side, kills him. All right, now if you're going to stop on the shoulder, put your four ways on, get as far to the right as you can, try not to stop on the shoulder, unless you absolutely can't help it. Stopping on the shoulder can be quite dangerous. Uh, it doesn't say who's at fault here, you know, because we don't know why the guy stopped on the shoulder. So anyway, if you have to stop on the shoulder, just do everything you can. Maybe get on an off-ramp. Here's what I like to do. Go on the off-ramp, then shoot over to the on-ramp side and park there because people are paying more attention when they're merging onto the highway than when they're getting off. Okay, that's something to think about. Also, with today's GPS, as you can tell, if there's an easy on, on-ramp, you know, easy on, easy off, off-ramp. So what I do is I look at the GPS. It shows me that it's an on-ramp that I can get easily get off on. I can go across. Boom. Sometimes you get off in an off-ramp. And it's, you know, the double back kind, and it's hard to get on back onto the highway. It's a nightmare. So GPS is good for that. That's one good thing it's good for. So, all right, just keep that in mind, all right? Don't stop on the shoulder unless you absolutely have to. Well, it looks like earlier this week, I-70 was closed near the Eisenhower Tunnel due to multiple crashes. Uh, it looks like a truck going westbound crashed and one going eastbound, and 
Looks like there's a mess. These trucks are pretty bashed up. There's boxes all over the road. You get into that I-70 corridor, the best thing you can do is go to the I, uh, yeah, the Colorado DOT uh, road conditions page. Just Google Colorado road conditions and uh, look up I-70 because it can get pretty bad. Right, right now it's wet and snowing. You know, as of 8, 19 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time on the 9th of November. Uh, this is being released on the 10th, though. So anyway, you know, don't mess around with Colorado. And also make sure you got your chains. You know, make sure you got chains on your truck. Because if you don't have them and you go past the, the chains must be upside, you are going to get in a lot of trouble. All right? So just keep that in mind. All right, let's get moving on. Wow, the insanity continues. Apparently some group uh, stopped the tires. Is uh, proposing on Veterans Day, stopping for 24 hours, supposedly. Who knows? Uh, usually these uh, all-day truck strike things don't uh, go anywhere. Just keep in mind that, um, you know, when you see this stuff, take it for what it's worth. The guys are frustrated, you know, the some of the rest areas are closed, restaurants are closed, things like that. But, you know, that's, you know, I can understand the frustration. It's, uh, it was a little difficult to deal with. But you know what? Trucking has never been easy. It's just the way it is. Um, do I appreciate, you know, I'm a driver. If, if you don't thank me, I, I really don't care. It's what I do. You don't need to thank me. If you're, I don't walk up to you and thank you for what you do. Uh, I don't know what you do, but it's, I don't. So if you're a nurse, thank you. If you're the guy who works at the grocery store, thank you. You know, just, I give you the respect when I see you, but you know, we just do what we do. You know, I don't need anybody to thank me, but. Apparently they're upset also that Trump can get elected, reelected, and it's like, hey man, it's a democracy. I don't know what to tell you. You know, uh, people didn't vote for him. That's just the way it is. Get over it. Uh, I don't know what to say. Just, I don't know. I just don't get it. You know, we have a democracy. We vote. It's the way it is. If you are upset with the election, the way it turned out, after we voted, maybe it's not democracy that you want. Maybe it's a dictatorship or something, you know, because we don't do that here. We do a democracy. That's what we do. We vote. And, uh, you know, for, for better or worse, you know, Trump didn't get reelected. That means he didn't get the votes. And what are you going to do? I don't know. You know, just deal with it. Deal with it. Wow, this is a big one. Uh, this is really big, actually. Uh, Steve Summers is out at 700 WLW. WLW was one of those stations that was just, you know, super powerful at night. And it was one you could hear halfway across the country. And as a driver, back in the day when, you know, we didn't have cell phones and, you know, satellite radio and all this other stuff, there used to be a, a radio personality called uh, Trucking Bozo, Dale Dale Summers. I mean, he was he was fantastic in the early years. He was a real advocate for the drivers, you know, real, real hardcore guy. You know, he did a lot of good things, and it was an interesting show, especially at night when you had nothing else to listen to. Yeah, you listened to it all night long because it was like like midnight to five or something. I'm sure the hour, there was different hours over the years, but it was the late night hours. You know, it was like the only thing that was going on. Anyway, Steve Summers started working on the show in 96, I guess, is what it says here. And then 2004, he took over full-time. And then his dad retired, and then not too long after, passed away after that. Uh, like I said, he was the real deal. He was one of the originators of the late-night talk show, Trucking Networks. So anyway, it uh, looks like uh, Steve was Steve's a little right-wing. 
uh, leaning, well, very hard right wing leaning. And apparently they asked him to stop talking about politics in his show. And I guess it just kept coming up. But anyway, they let Steve Summers go. And uh, the Summers family's been, you know, they've been part of that uh, show, you know, that station for like 36 years. That's amazing. You know, so late night on the uh, radio waves just got a little different. It's going to be interesting. But, uh, you know, quite honestly, I thought Steve Summers would be on the show forever. I didn't think he'd ever let go. But it was a corporate decision. I guess iHeart owns them. And, well, you know, if they ask you to stop talking about politics, I guess they want you to stop talking about politics. I don't know. Either way, it is what it is. Things are... As uh, Steve said, apparently on his Facebook, 2020 is a bitch. Ain't that so? All right, there's something I never thought I'd see. All-electric Peterbilt 579 EV is now available for order. Customers' uh, orders open for all-electric Peterbilt 579 EV. Looks here like uh, customers can spec the 579 using Peterbilt Smart Spec sales tools at any location across North America. You want to check this thing out, just go to any Peterbilt location and you can spec it out. But here's the deal. The all-electric powertrain uses thermally controlled lithium iron, iron phosphate battery packs to provide a range of, which I don't know what any of that means, but I know what lithium batteries are, and it provides a range up to 150 miles when used with a recommended DC fast charger. The packs recharge in three to four hours. Well, I don't really see that as being very, you know, useful for trucking. Only being able to go 150 miles, that's nothing. I imagine you turn on the lights and the air conditioner, it's probably even less. Uh, it looks like it's got a regenerative braking system, so it captures energy when you, know, when you stop and go. Then you recharge the batteries that way, which will maximize the truck's range. Who knows what that'll be. Uh, it says here, it says uh, Peter Brown also announced the truck is eligible for the hybrid and zero emission truck and bus voucher incentive program. Sponsored by the California Reserve Board. All 579 EVs sold to customers in California are eligible for 150,000 HVIP voucher, whatever that means. Vehicle purchasers and participating dealers must meet all applicable project requirements. So anyway, this thing is going to go 150 miles. I just don't see it as being very useful at this point. They extend the range. I, I'm all for it. But as of right now, not so much. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here's... Uh, there's something I find fascinating. And I think these guys are just, you know, the guys that are doing this are just amazing. Yeah, I mean, these guys are taking it very serious. And, and as well, they should. All right. Subhas Kumar Khadiv. I know I'm not saying that right. Sorry, dude. Has fought back fear, deadlines, and hunger to track liquid oxygen from a factory in India's Himalayan foothills to hospitals in the northern plains during the coronavirus. You know, apparently what it is is these guys are picking up and they're delivering into the more rem remote regions of India and they're making sure the hospitals are getting the oxygen they need for the people because of the coronavirus. Now, 15% of the oxygen, you know, the country was using 15% of its oxygen supply for hospitals before the virus. Now it's 50%. So these guys that are, you know, running the nights, they're running all hours, they, they make sure the hospitals are fully staffed. And these guys are heroes. And if you're in India, you know, and you see one of these guys, thank them because these guys are busting their balls and they're taking this job seriously, okay? The thing is with this is that uh, they go unrecognized, but I don't think they care. I think they're pretty serious, and most drivers are. So I hold my hat, I take my hat off to the Indian drivers 
that deliver the oxygen to the hospitals and the ones in America. But, uh, yeah, it just sounds like these guys are really going above and beyond and uh, deep respect, deep respect to these guys. All right, let's get moving on. All right, it looks like that's all we got. Uh, not too much going on. It's going to be a crazy week. Holidays are coming up. You know the routine. Um, like I said, if you want to contact me, it's kingfishcafe at gmail.com. It's uh, phone number is 414-666-1926. That's 666. Or, I'm sorry, it's 414-666-1926. That's what it is. It's 414-1926. 414-666-1926. I got lost in the numbers. And then kingfishcafe at gmail.com. So send me a message, you know, if you want to chat about anything. Send me a message about anything, you know what's going on. Uh, hopefully things will get back to normal, whatever normal is. And hopefully winter won't be that bad this year and things will calm down. Like I said, I got a new microphone. Let me know how you think it sounds. Uh, if it's better, worse, whatever. I'll take any courtesy, no, okay. And uh, if it's interesting and uh, you don't mind, I'll put it on the uh, show. If you call that number. Now, if you call that number, I will not pick up that phone. That goes to a Google Voice number, so I don't pick that up. So, anyway, that's what it is. I will talk to you later. Peace out. <laughs>